Hard to believe these two have raised kids who are productive members of society. Now if they could pass it back to their dads. Hunter, Hunter Kush, Kush, 92.5 Kickin' Country. I will not touch my microphone without a paper towel between us. Sounds weird. <laughs> I'm going to let it slide at this point. I mean, this is just the way it is. Hashtag use protection. Yeah, yeah. Dab it. Just dab it. Go ahead, cushy. Uh, I'm the sensitive, withdrawn type, expressive, dramatic, self-absorbed, and temperamental. <laughs> you're not temperamental. I know exactly which number you're describing. Is that four? I'm sure you is that me? Do. Do you- is this it. a gang up on me? Is this an no. intervention now? No, no, no. Yeah. If this whole thing was elaborately orchestrated. Just I feel like it was. Yeah, it was dude, all about, <laughs> dude. I don't care enough about you. I know <laughs> to do all that planning. But I care okay? about. I, I care don't. about you. I know it's like when somebody sits there and says. The coronavirus was something that was put out here. It was made in a lab, and you know, it was here to kill us all. <laughs> yeah, it was made in a dead dog's butt, wasn't it? Nah, no, it, was, <laughs> it looked like a or platypus something. or something. All right, platypus, platypi are. Yeah, awesome. what that was? What that thing they ate in the market? It's the wet market. Have you seen this? I heard that it it's started gross. in like Ho Chi, China, in a small village in the fish market. Wuhan. And- it had Wuhan. Wuhan. Wuhan butt ain't nothing to mess with. Ain't no Wuhan. butt like a Wuhan butt. Wuhan. Specifically in the butt. No, 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 no. Wuhan. Like Wu Tang. Yeah. You know you're down with that, Carrie. Well, should we just start the podcast? Start the podcast. You open it up. Hold on. <laughs> what caused coronavirus? Hold on, Carrie. I'll tell you exactly what it is. Was it a. Uh, no, it was. Uh, what was the thing? It was a wet animal. They got it in the wet market. Yeah. What she said. It's in the. It was like a. Looked like a. What the hell was that thing? Coronavirus outbreak inside the animals. Don't want to go there. Oh, you don't want to go to the wet market. Do not. You're pulling up actual pictures. Oh, cool. Look, there's there's literally a beaver on top of a snake. (laughs) They're like, go ahead, eat it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, wait. This is yeah, pangolin. It's a pangolin. It looks like a little. You have a unique story and dreams. You deserve. Okay. Go ahead, Kush. And I'll start. All right. So how's it going to start out? How's it start? Hunter and Kush take on the world. And the world's definitely kicking our behind. This is Kush, and I'm along with Hunter and Carrie. And you know, if you've listened to this at all, you know that we are trying to take on the world. The world is winning, but we wanted to break down why. Why are we failing in our battle against the world? So Carrie introduced us to this. Uh, how do you say this word? Enneagram. Enneagram. An Enneagram test. What does that tell us? It'll tell you the motivations that inform your outward behaviors. So unlike other personality tests, this one isn't going to go into so much how you behave on the outside and how other people perceive you. Like, are you introverted, extroverted? It's more so about asking questions that lead you to a number. And the number, like if, if a whole bunch of people are one number, what they all have in common is that they're motivated by something in their childhood unique to each of them. But it's like a wound or something that they were praised for as a kid or were they ignored that informs the outward behavior. So what is the motive? And it'll Mm. tell you what your fears, your greatest fears, what your like biggest things you want to be acknowledged for identity wise are. What you've done then is taken a test, each of you. I love this. I love it so much. I know. Look at you. You're so excited. I am so excited. You are. I love analyzing things. It's given you, answered a series of 36 questions. It's just one of the free online ones. We'll link it here in the show notes. 
And those three outcomes were the three that you scored, three numbers out of the nine Enneagram types, possible outcomes that you've scored the highest on. By now, you've had time to read the descriptions. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Any reactions? I'm more interested in what you think. All right. I got a type four, which is an individualist, a type nine, which is a peacemaker, and then a type seven, which is enthusiast. And it tells you like things that are good about it. And then it tells you things that are not so good about it. Correct. Am I following this the right way? Okay. So you guys know me. I don't know. Is this right? What did you get again? I got four, the individualist, the peacemaker, and the enthusiast. So we got two out of three. Same. I noticed that when you guys said it earlier. Yeah, because you got a, I got a nine, a one, and a seven. So the difference is, you're a one. No, no, I'm a four. I'm a one. I'm the reformer, and you're a seven. No, I got a seven. Boy, I'm slow. <laughs> right. There's actually no math involved here. <laughs> I know. I'm really Eric Trump in this thing. Um. So they all kind of go by different names, but the themes are the same. Like depending on, you know, which philosophy you're subscribing to, they'll have different exact labels, but they all kind of mean the same thing. Like one could be reformer or perfectionist, but at the end of the day, they're the Martin Luther's of the world that are going to go out there and be like, hey, institution of the church, you're doing this part wrong and I'm the one to correct it. Go out there, do that. Eights are like, let's do your number. So nine is peacemaker. I think pretty much everybody calls it that. It sits at the very top of the Enneagram. Fun fact about nines, actually, they're very hard to pinpoint in testing because when they look at the questions, they can see it from the perspectives of all of the other numbers on the wheel. Like literally nines are so good at peacemaking because they really can empathize with everybody. Hmm. So we both got nines. Mm -hmm. And then you say sometimes this is affected by stress or how many bottles of wine you drink at your sister's party. (laughs) Precisely. I see. So throughout the course of Saturday's party, you could have been all all nine numbers. I'm pretty sure I was. (laughs) We were at a a party at Carrie's house. I'm pretty sure I was all nine numbers. I wasn't. No, you were just one. You were just killing it at, uh, not Can Jam, what were you playing? Frisbeer. Frisbeer. Man. Yeah, you were doing frisbee, uh, nail. No, what was it? Stump, where you hit Stump. a nail. Yeah, I was okay and, at that. And then you did bocce ball, didn't you? Nah, dude. No? Nah. No. Nah. I'd have killed at that. There's got to be a way we can monetize this, Kush. Like, there have to be tournaments somewhere. Put some money For on frisbeer. you. <laughs> Put me and Timmy on the same team. We'd kick ass. Timmy, first yeah. shout out on the podcast. See, I You're couldn't welcome. play any of the games. You guys are all playing games, but I couldn't because what was happening as I was continuing to drink <laughs> White Claw... Which, by the way, thank you. Carrie let me into her arsenal of White Claw. It was a settler. It was the great divider between Polly's Island. So I was going IPAs and then I don't think down. you would have lasted as long if you'd it's been not, drinking it's not a the... Divider. It's, a, it's, a, it's a statement on who you are as a person. Okay, that's fine. I'll, I'll accept that. I, it, was, it was something to kind and of... And what, what is it stating, Kush? He's a wuss. No, all right, there we go. And so I'd sit there and I'd look at the game and be like, that'd be fun. That was like, you can't play that game right now. You know why you can't play that game right now? Because you don't have any coordination right you now. You can't throw a hammer right now. Right, I can't throw a hammer at all. I can't throw anything right now. I'm just going to sit here and look. Stumps scare me when they put the nails on the, the whole around the whole oh, circle. Yeah. Right. I'm like, dude. People now, are reaching I... across the stump to hit yours. You're like, you're going to hit me in the kneecap. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. It goes against everything I've ever experienced in my life. And that's why I'm worried that about playing stuff like that, because I can jam and all that stuff, like the ability for me to get hurt in those situations <laughs> is extremely high once I've been drinking. Think, but Kush, you got better at it. It was crazy. Yeah, it was I like think, the longer the day went on. Well, you can relax, you know, and then you learn how to play, you relax a little bit. But I think of how many times I've had to call Andrea in my life and go, I broke my finger, I broke my elbow, I blew my Achilles. Hey, somebody drove a nail through my kneecap. <laughs> right. Well, how did that happen? I was playing some game called Stump. Were you drinking? 
uh, I was playing a game called Stump. Right. <laughs> and by the way, if you don't know what Stump is, it's literally a it's stump. not a board game. No. And there's nails, and then you take the hammer, and you flip the hammer, and then yeah. you have to hit the nail into the... You flip the... the hammer up. It does a one rotation in the air. Right. You catch it by the handle, and wherever you catch it, you follow through and try to hit somebody's nail. And you're out when your nail's completely in the stump. I can't do that. I have children. <laughs> I just, I couldn't, I couldn't trust myself. And then I was white girl wooed in, so I couldn't, I couldn't lock into that at all. But I think that's this Enneagram, Enneagram, how do you say this thing? Enneagram. Everybody say it with me. Enneagram. 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 Oh, Enneagram. Okay. Yeah. It's not that hard. So he's a peacemaker. I'm a, I'm a peacemaker, a reformer. And the enthusiast. And the enthusiast. So to be clear to our listeners, those are just three possible outcomes that Kush received on one of the free tests online. We did not take the ready. Right. The ready takes several hours. Oh, so no. We, no, I don't have time. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> the okay. enthusiast to me says, I don't have the attention span. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> that is actually quite typical of enthusiasts. Oh, that I am. Of, of these three, I'm more the enthusiast than anything else. You think? Yeah. What resonates with you about your description? Um, how to get along with me. Uh, the last one, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that either. I love that one. I don't like that either. Uh, be responsible for yourself. I don't like clingy or needy people, which is absolutely Why true. do you hang out with me? I don't know. So, one of these other... <laughs> he said it to me earlier. Obviously, obviously, he called me a other... codependent mofo. You are. Maybe it's, that, maybe it's not that I want to hang out with you. Maybe it's just I can't get rid of you. <laughs> it's true. I've been trying. So we dipped into his nine side and decided to make peace with it. Yeah, exactly. No, but it goes back to like when Andrew and I first started going out. I never want clingy. And I remember one time we were going out. We went to a party. I didn't see her for two hours. I know who I'm leaving with. She knows who she's leaving with. You know, and then we left. Yeah. It's like, I don't I don't want clingy, and I don't want somebody that needs to be clinging to. I totally relate to that. You know, in fact, sometimes, so we won't get into these now, but subtypes. Except you, Hunter. Oh, God. You know, there's a certain subtype of a type two, which I am, which is like a hypersocial type, who can look and test like a seven. In fact, if you take into account subtypes, like your number could be exactly the same for a type two in this subtype and a type seven in a certain other subtype. Don't worry about the subtypes right now. But I totally relate to what you're saying about like expecting everybody to kind of handle their own, have a good time, don't make me babysit you. This is one of the first things that will disqualify a person as my friend or boyfriend is if I bring them into a party situation like yesterday. Like I almost brought the guy from Friday to the party yesterday just because I was like, Are we going to blow this guy up right now? Is this is this ending then? Because <laughs> usually what happens is if Carrie says it on the I podcast, know. you're done. Kiss a death. You're done. Mm-hmm. Kiss of death. So you didn't want to bring him in because he'd be well, like, Caddy, I, I saw for... I just remember what happened last time I brought a guy to a party, which was precisely the same party two years ago uh. on my birthday that my sister and her husband threw. Uh-huh. And this guy wouldn't leave my side. And like when at I, all? When I wasn't near him, he wouldn't talk to anybody. Aww. But you know, everybody at that party will roll up and talk to you drunk like, what are you yeah. about? I haven't talked to you yet. That's True. what I liked about that crowd, man. Yeah, I that was a good crowd. I mean, I made fun of the old guy that was there. Actually, I praised him because I'm usually the old guy. Who's the old guy? I don't know. Old. Some old He's guy. Old. He was older than us. He was old. Brian Steen? I don't know. He was there. The drunk neighbor? I See, Maybe. all I knew was He was that phenomenal. He's, he's yeah. one of our favorites. He was awesome. Kush and I were quiet for different reasons. And then I... <laughs> <laughs> Insert whatever you want to yeah, believe we're, here. We're, at one point, I was just... I was fine just sitting on the couch. Like, you yeah. were. I was just... I'm cool. Was and cool. then at some point, the shepherd's pie became a thing. And yeah. 
Hunter and I ate the first half of it. We ate you the did. heck out of that pie. It was like no one was touching it, and well, then there just, came this point. Well, that's and that's what happened. Hunter got me some. I did, and it was really that's good. the codependency. Would you like some pie? <laughs> no, um, it's pie day. It's National Pie Day. You want some pie? Because I could get you some pie right now. Cool, let me get you some pie. pie. No, he didn't even, pie. No, I I didn't bring it for you. You go, hey man, you go get me one of them pies. That's how they like this bitch. It was like, <laughs> but the thing was, is like he and, and he brought me back a decent amount, but you know enough to where it's not like you know we're hogging it all. But then I went back inside and I noticed nobody else is touching this pie. You know, I kind of scoped the room out, mm-hmm. seeing people trying to gauge people's interest in this shepherd's pie. And once I deduced that the interest was low, I'm like, "Y'all have had enough time to get digging this pie. It's on. It was on. And we put it in the microwave, and it was delicious. <sighs> I couldn't get the microwave to start. Oh, really? Well, <laughs> yeah, I have a really hard time figuring out that mi- yeah. that microwave too. I Most know you might have turned one. on the oven. You might have turned on the oven. It's. It's just like I a space machine. I don't know. I can't help you. It was a delicious shepherd pie. Oh, I'm so, so glad. And, and I was so happy with that pie. I didn't need anything else in the world right there. <laughs> I was just like, the potatoes were good. Mm. There are carrots and peas in it. Carrot peas. Were there peas in there? I don't know. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, there are peas. And then, the, oh, and then somebody bought it. some chocolate tiramisu-like cookies from New York, and I just oh, housed yeah. those things out. Bang, bang, bang. I didn't care about none of you. I was just That's me, the neighbors again, man. Me, me and the food, man. Me and the food. So what do we learn from all this? Because Carrie, you said So yeah, I'll tell you about guys about my types and then kind of what I've learned about myself through them. So oh, okay. all of my life I've been a people pleaser and I can't figure out why. Because it's not like I don't have self esteem. I don't base my self worth based on whether other people like me. But I don't have fun in life unless I'm in relationship with others. Like I literally don't see the point of living unless I have one million friends. Like I'm running for prom queen and I need your vote. Like, really? That's really? what life is like for me. That's Boring. my that's my number one motivation in life. Wow. So as many friends as possible. I'd like to have a lot. Really? But what I really need to survive, I need to have at least like two or three people who really know me so very well. Damn. Like I need to know and be known. So that behavior could be confused for being any of the other really highly social numbers on the Enneagram. Like a seven can sometimes come across because they're so party loving and spontaneous and they want to start the party and have the conversation and let me meet you. I haven't met you yet. Like what Kush was saying about what he liked about Saturday's party. He and I could be working the room looking the same, but we're not motivated by the same thing. So what I had, I had to look into my past and realize was like, in middle school, I was vividly unpopular, like vividly unpopular. Really? Like I wasn't getting pushed into lockers. I was just invisible, like to a T. Well, that's the worst. I know. Yeah. And for somebody who apparently all I want is kind of to be noticed. Actually, it's more a mark of a four. Um, is like I just felt lonely. I felt like I didn't have friends. Oh. And so growing up, what I thought is I'm going to do everything I can to be likable so that I have friends. Because that is the only thing that is important here. Coming on this podcast ain't helping your cause. <laughs> I know, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> when I was in middle school, I probably set a record for getting thrown out of class. I see the class clown. I was a, and I, I mean, in fact, I was voted class clown in middle school. Yeah. Huh. The busy, fun-loving type, spontaneous, yeah. versatile, distractible, and scattered. Wow. Yeah, that's all me. I mean, yeah, that's a hundred percent you. Yeah. 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 So it's you, like you so my, you're overcompensating for feeling kind of like. Invisible in school. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the reasons that I'm such like a girly girl these days is because I was kind of a tomboy back then. And I thought if one of the ways to get noticed is to be pretty, then maybe I'll be popular. 
honestly had to do a, do a little bit of thinking in my my head and my heart about that one. Wow, maybe you should get a weird tattoo on your forehead. <laughs> You. Yeah, so you, you think a Mike Tyson would really set me apart? Perhaps. Maybe he could. You never know. <laughs> so let me ask you some more questions here, Carrie. <laughs> Carrie, what happens when you get angry or you're in a stressful situation? You, you mean do I ask like the same personality? Yeah, what happens? Like, this is what you said. You said on the stress that sometimes things like happen, right? Seriously? What happens? <laughs> what, what happens when you're under stress? So... Because um, you said this thing will jump, so you can be like a nine happy-go-lucky guy or something, then something stressful happens, and then the wheels come off, and you become a whatever. Like the worst part, exactly. the dark side of your personality. Exactly. Yeah. Every So every number has a Jekyll and Hyde. Okay. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> so uh, every number has numbers that they act like when they are um, being their healthiest self. They're doing self-care. They're you know succeeding in life. They feel fulfilled. They've got enough relationships to whatever degree they want to have them. Um and then the numbers that they act like when they are really just, and I call it being on bad behavior. But what it is, is is it you when you're at your worst for an extended length of time. So I keep calling it your bad day, but it's really longer than that. It's you when you're long enough that you're like setting into place new habits that like are not good. You'll jump across the Enneagram or to the number next to you. Sometimes it depends um, what number you are to act like a completely different personality, but only the bad parts of that person. So can we say the naughty side? Is this the naughty side? <laughs> is this the naughty side? Naughty. This, all right, so what happens? So uh, what you're happens usually you become, like... What happens pe- when you become a naughty yeah. little man? Tell me about your naughty, Caddy. Caddy, tell me about your naughty. <laughs> all right, so you are like helpful, pleasing people. You want a lot of friends around. Right. And then something spins out of control, and now you become... I become an eight. Which is, Which is like what? How are you like when you're like that? Uh, they are the challenger, the powerful, dominating type, self-confident, decisive, willful, and confrontational. And that is something that I will tell you probably doesn't sound like intuitive for somebody who's like a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. You'd think you'd be kind of a doormat, but you're not. But maybe a lot you overdo of, it. And that's why it becomes a bad. Right. It's like, push me over- to the edge. Bud, and then all of a sudden it's like, you never see all this stuff that I do. See, twos are called helpers. They're the ones that are out there like, oh, well, I anticipated your needs before you even even needed it. Look, I brought you soup and you didn't even ask me to because you had the coronavirus. Now I have the coronavirus. You're not going to thank me for it? Oh, shit. And that's when things, it's like this bitterness and this resentment that twos can kind of harbor. This is usually where their anger comes from, but not always. Gotcha. Um, You said somebody very specific. That happens when you get angry. <laughs> you feel the get, lead in here? Yeah, I always the lead in, yeah. Because you said you get very... The nickname that I've given to the eight is Donald Trump. All right. Because he's the guy <laughs> That's that- what I'm trying to get to here. All right. And because, Carrie, we know that you do so many voices on this show... I want to hear your Donald Trump impression. Don't you, Kush? I, I do. I, 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 I feel like I want to hear Carrie at Trump. Like, what would make you mad right now, Carrie? What would make me mad in this moment? Like, okay, let's just say you did all this work here for the radio station, and I didn't even bother to say thank you and asked you for one more piece of work that <laughs> took more time. Uh, I, I mean, I can't. Okay. I'd be like, I have done a lot of things here. It's been huge, huge. You haven't noticed any of them, so here's what we're going to do. Wow. What you won't do is 
Well, Ask no, me to do all becoming, this stuff. Whoa, you'll become a New York. <laughs> a little bit. I, yeah. I'm th- I feel like more Jewish grandma. Than, yeah. That's more Jewish grandma than yeah. Trump. No, no, evolving. keep coming. I want to hear this. This is the yeah. part I wanted to get to. Yeah. See, I wanted to get everybody like on their page. Yeah. Everybody, I want to get him mad and you mad and then me mad. You got to follow the Trump thing. You got to be like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm <laughs> shutting down every Olive Garden <laughs> because of the Italians. Well, so now you're going to New York, too. Yeah, right. So I am going. See, I had it the other day, though. Yeah, you did. All right. Give me more, Carrie. Give me um, more. So here's what I'm going to do. Whenever you need a favor from me from now on, you're going to email it to me and I'm going to keep it in a file and I'm going to show it to our boss when he needs to understand where the F all my time goes because I'm going to show him, I'm going to say, this is my Hunter file and this is how much shit I got to do for him. Wait, there's a Hunter file? It's terrifying. <laughs> I have a Hunter file. Yeah, yeah, you do? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Is that your just in case? Yeah. <laughs> all right, what's his then? What's his big trip then? What's what, what? Yeah, well, like what so, happens when you get weird? So, Kush, you think of the three numbers, the one you got a seven, a nine, and a one, and you think you relate the most to the seven's description? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and the enthusiast. So now a seven in stress goes to... Yeah, what do you go to? A Kush? one. A one. What's that mean? Which the, is also one of my things. Like, what right. do you do? So what are the bad things about reformers here? Um, reformers You want me to be. sing it to you? Yeah. Like, remember that song, Informer? Yeah. Informer. <laughs> I'm a reformer, being disappointed with myself or others when my expectations are not met, feeling burdened, too much responsibility, reformer. <laughs> Nailed <laughs> it. What I do is never good enough, not being appreciated for what I do for people, reformer. That's a far I'm going to go. That's pretty good. <laughs> we forgot Licky Boom Boom Day. Oh, Licky Boom Boom Down. <laughs> Wait, was it Licky Boom Boom Down or Licky Boom Boom Day? Licky Boom Boom Down. Licky Boom Boom Down. Yeah. What does Licky Boom Boom Down mean? Obsessing about what I did or what Sounds I should dirty. do. Sounds dirty. Being tense, anxious, taking things too seriously. Carrie. Reformer. <laughs> licky Boom Boom Down. What does Licky Boom Boom Down actually mean? I feel like that's something you're going to find on Urban Dictionary. Oh, I'm looking. Yeah, what looking right does now. I'm going to guess it means something like... Um, boom Boom Down mean? It's the first thing in the Google search. What does Licky Boom Boom Down mean? Start complaining this about is that. not what Daddy Snow says in his hit song, Informer. He what? says... A licky boom boom dem, not down, which means that the informers are ass kissers. Any Jamaican knows this. Licky boom boom down has no meaning, and it's not what Snow is saying either. It's just misheard lyric from people who don't understand Jamaican licky boom boom is a ass licker or ass kisser. The dem at the end refers to dem informers. We're all wrong. There we go. That makes a lot more sense. Licky boom boom dem. Not licky boom boom down. By the way, nice rap. He needs to enunciate better. <laughs> Licky boom boom dem. Yeah, dem. Yeah. In fall. Dem man. Ah, <laughs> I thought it was something else. See? Everybody thinks something's dirty. It's not necessarily dirty, Carrie. Well, that maybe makes... you need to explore in your Trump anger. So in you know, say that I'm a snowman, I go glam. I like it boom boom dem. Take the man and say, say that I'm a snowman, stand somewhere down the lane. I like it boom boom dem. So the basic fear of a seven is of being deprived or being in pain. So something that sevens are known for, they're called the enthusiasts. They can kind of be like the addicts or the partiers or like the the ones that are always looking for the good time. If there's a hard conversation being had, they'll just walk away from it. They just choose to not to like disengage mm-hmm. usually during mm-hmm. that kind of a thing. That's so me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I've tried to go. I'll be like some days I'll be like, man, blah, blah. He's like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I can give you a serious example. I don't know if you want to keep this in here. My daughter's in the hospital one time. My wife and I are in the hospital with her, and Andrea was talking about something. And not that she – it was just a negative thought. It wasn't that she was being negative, but what she was talking about was very negative. 
and a friend of ours was in the same, what do you call that, triage mm-hmm. near us. We didn't know she was there, and she brought it up to us later on. She says, every time Andrew brought something up that was negative, I kind of went mute. But when it was something not negative, I was fully engaged. <gasps> my father does that. But it was Maybe like, I'm trying to rekindle my relationship with my father through you. My dad does that. Nothing negative. I don't deal with negative until I have to. Right. I will push it, push it, push it until I absolutely have to deal with it. And then I'll deal with it. Yeah. It's like procrastinating the coming to reality with that. You know what you are? You're like the state of West Virginia. (laughs) No, you are. (laughs) This is you, Kush. Did you guys see Jim Justice the other day? Governor Jim Justice? (laughs) He's a... Have yes. you seen him? No, I haven't. Please show uh, yeah. me. Uh, let me. I, 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 will, I will show you a picture right here. Now, show let me, me the picture. Uh, why don't you just Google it since you got a computer over there, Carrie? <laughs> Boy, Carrie. Boy. Now he's the governor of the good old state of West Virginia. This would be Cush if he were in the situation of COVID nineteen. Okay, this oh, actually false. happened. All right? This is false. No, I think it would because this is not wanting to hear anything negative. Carrie, you want to hear this? Ready? <laughs> so the government says we're all supposed to do social distancing, right? And this was his advice, Carrie. I want you to hear this, all right? The federal government and everybody is saying, go to the grocery stores. If you want to go to Bob Evans and eat, go to Bob Evans and eat. See, that's what I'm talking about, Carrie. That is West by God, Virginia. When he says stuff like that, or when any politician says stuff like that, that's just so wrong. I've always wondered if the person doing the sign language down in the corner... I know, what they're thinking. ...is putting out the correct information. Yeah. yeah, Don't go to Bob Evans... (laughs) Yeah, right. And you know what she made? <laughs> I, I, I've done a little sign language too. She did the sign for shit. <laughs> <laughs> do you think Bob Evans was like, what the heck did we do? <laughs> yeah. Carrie, think about it for a second. <laughs> Have you thought about Bob Evans lately? I don't. I thought that they shut their doors. No, they did not. And you can smoke inside of Bob Evans still. They got the left side where you can smoke. People over here ain't smoking. It's all right. Hunter, Eddie, I thought that they shut them down. They did not shut them. Oh my God! I got to get to Bob Evans. Uh, you got to keep. God, you got to keep calling me Hunter Eddie. <laughs> not in West by God, Virginia. Didn't shut him <laughs> no, I want to be called Hunter Eddie from now on. That's now a thing for me. Okay. Did you Dude, hear? That's serial killer. Hunter Eddie. Hunter huh. Eddie. Yeah, that's that's. that's Damn that's, it, Hunter Eddie. That's right. How are we gonna get all these kids down to Bob Evans if the COVID's out there? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's gonna happen? This whole country is gonna model itself after West Virginia. <laughs> it they is. I mean, the reason they haven't had a case yet is probably because of the black lung. Yep. And you want to know why? Clean coal. (laughs) Beautiful, clean coal. coal. Beautiful, clean coal. That's why. That's why. That COVID virus gets down there in the lungs. It's like, okay, where am I setting up shop? Yeah. This place sucks. (laughs) You know, Carrie, the mac and cheese from Bob Evans and the mashed potatoes from Bob Evans are available in your grocer's freezer section while they last. Unless you're in West Virginia and they're just like, who are you going with Bob Evans, man? They're boxed, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, My first call wouldn't have been Bob Evans. My first call would have been Golden Corral. Just Hell throwing yeah. it out there. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. I like Golden Corral. Yeah. Do that you? hot fudge sundae. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? Don't they have like a fountain the or something? The chocolate wonderfall? You're into the chocolate Dude, wonderfall? You see the kids, man. They just pile Can't all this crap it. on there. And- see, Carrie, you, you, you interest me so much because you're so bougie. And Golden Corral does not seem like a place where you would go and dip your marshmallow in the chocolate wonderful. (laughs) 
<laughs> you and I were drinking the same White Claw on Saturday. I know, I know, I know. I'm in the I'm in the hot tub with you. I know. I get it. I'm the I'm the people's princess. I know you are. The By the way, princess. we were talking about this because with Carrie, like her sister Jess, and I, I didn't think they would be like into like chain restaurants. These girls are hardcore into Olive Garden, man. Really? They're all up in it. They're, they wanted to go. Kush, what are your feelings on Olive Garden? I have none. Right. See? Oh, my God. The markup's ridiculous. I mean, the fact that I can make a meal for, for six at home, an Italian meal for six at home for $12, and the same thing cost 114 at Olive Garden, it just... So you can't do without... You can do without uh, breadsticks and, and never-ending salad bowl or whatever oh, yeah. that is. Yeah. Now, Carrie Brown was, like, needing that big time. And she tried to... You tried to get me to tell you which... Yeah, which, uh, Kush, if you had to pick a chain, fast casual chain restaurant, yeah. a la Applebee's, Bob Evans, Olive Garden. I'd pick Waffle House. Oh, yeah. That would probably be Jess Brown's choice, too, actually. That's, That's what we were trying thing. to do on Saturday. Oh, yeah. I forgot <laughs> about Waffle House. I forgot about give the awful waffle, waffle. Give me a waffle, hash browns, ham, cheese, peppers, chili. That's topped, peppered, chunked, covered. Mm-mm-mm. My God! I don't yeah. know all together, all oh, of those yeah. items all together on the hash brown. Oh yeah, waffle here. Oh, side of bacon. Lip. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's just like a heart attack in a bowl. Yeah, but it's delicious. Oh, delicious. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Patty melts delicious. And we went to, good at Waffle House. I'm not worried yet, but if Waffle House closes around here, then I'll be worried. Oh, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. And Cracker Barrel. I'm Hi, down. Henry. with And Cracker you're going Barrel. to West Chef. Virginia. <laughs> yeah. Although, now I'm thinking about Bob Evans because of Governor Jim Justice. I think Bob Evans is like the poor man's Cracker Barrel. Oh, it, it totally is. is. Yeah. Because they've got that little like janky mm-hmm. store at the end. It's not a good old-fashioned country store mm-hmm. where you can get some horsehound licorice and the little fireballs and the Christmas decorations. they got like this sad-ass looking like little mm-hmm. thing. They're like, ah, it's good enough. We'll I'll put bet it there. you I could beat everybody in a Bob Evans and checkers. Yeah. In giant checkers. No, Cracker Barrel. No, but I'm, but I'm, that's what I'm saying. Cracker Barrel, I might meet my match. Yeah. At Bob Evans. You can't. Get I'm, it out. I'm kicking their asses. Yeah, exactly. So if we want to make some money, we're taking you to a Bob Evans. Nah, yeah. 100%. The big checkers challenge. Anything else that we need to know from this thing, Carrie? Well, you know, I feel like we've discussed me, we've discussed Hunter, but I think you're trying to get away without uh, going under the microscope. Here. Yeah, exactly. Who, me? Yeah, Kush. Yeah, him. No, we discussed me. Oh, what? Deflection? No, no I'm I don't talking about do Hunter. That. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about Hunter. Fine. Real quick. Let's go. So, Hunter, you said the numbers that you got, too a, similar to Kush, which I thought were interesting, nine and a seven, but yeah, the third tolerate, number. Which is why I tolerate your You one. tolerate me. I tolerate you. Oh, please. Oh, please. You tolerate me. I can't get rid of you. You can't get rid of you. You can, too. <laughs> Not without asking you to leave, you start throwing a fit. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't start. You a did f- too. Well, I didn't start a fit. I'm trying to do a show, and you'll be sitting on that couch, and I'll be like, hey, man, look, I really need to vibe today. I can't get... What are you going to do when you're doing the show together? Yeah, well, it's true. What, what happens when we're doing a show in the studio? He asks me to leave all the time. You're going to leave. Well, what are you going to do when I'm here? I'll do the show. No, like we're you doing won't. right now. I can do it right now. Yeah, I don't wanna, yeah right. But when not. I'm doing my thing, I need to be by myself in my own thoughts. Not with you sitting there. I do fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay? I mean, to be fair, that's yeah, that's I get my crap together. And then you're like, yeah, I'm ready. I just love you, boo. <laughs> I love you, too. But I don't like clingy. I'm not clingy. Read the chart. You're clingy. <laughs> it doesn't say clingy. Where does it say clingy? I don't care what that thing says. I care what I say about it. You're clingy. You're not clingy. Codependent son of a bitch. I'm not. <laughs> Sensitive. I'm not. 
The individualist, sensitive, <laughs> withdrawn, expressive, dramatic, self-absorbed, and temperamental. Who's that? Number four. You just rolled your eyes at Kush. I watched you do it. Which part you rolled? Wait a minute. Look, I carry. It fits. It fits the story you two just shared <laughs> is all I'm saying. Basic fear that they have no that identity or personal significance. Huh? Basic <laughs> desire to find themselves and their significance to create an identity. So fours are also called artists. They tend to be like the feelings oriented ones. They're very concerned about standing out from the crowd. So I said my motive for being like noticed was simply I need relationships. Mm. Fours don't necessarily like need to run for prom queen. What they need is to feel like they are uniquely special snowflakes and that they're like known and acknowledged for that. You called me a snowflake? <laughs> Is that your inner Trump coming out? <laughs> wow. They want think. to express themselves yes. in their individuality. Yeah. You like to surround yourself with beauty, maintain oh, yeah. certain moods and feelings. Oh, they also tend to wallow when they're sad or they're feeling like depressed. They tend to wallow. Feelings are dumb. I don't wallow you in wallow. nothing. I'm not a wallower. You stop laughing at me. <laughs> don't laugh at me. Yeah, you wallow. Are laughing at me? Laugh at me. <laughs> Wait a minute. I do. I wallow on a Bob Evans in West Virginia. <laughs> Drown my feelings in syrup. <laughs> Gravy. Mac and cheese and mashed potatoes. And mama's meatloaf. I'm not a wallower. Feelings are dumb, Carrie. Come on. We all know that. You should have Carrie your, thought that I would, on Saturday, feelings. you thought I'd be telling everybody feelings. I didn't tell nobody nothing all day. I'm going to channel my sister right now. Uh-huh. Oh, bitch, that ain't what happened. You walked up to me. Like, she's, like, sitting by herself on the porch or she's on her way out. And Hunter puts himself in her path. He's and like, he goes... Woo, woo, he got the feelings express. <laughs> he goes... He stands in front of her, looks at her, and according to my sister says, very quietly, I'm ready to talk about my feelings now. I didn't say that. And Jess Brown... This is, again, the Enneagram is a great tool for this for this storytelling narrative. Jess Brown is fully seven, getting her seven on. She's drunk. She's in a room full of people. She's having a gay old time. Then you come up with the Felix conversation, and she goes, okay, I'm going to go outside now. And just stepped happened. right around you. She licky boom boom demmed me. <laughs> You're lucky you didn't say that shit to me. I, just, I didn't. I don't think. I was good the whole day. I really. The thing about Jess Brown is she has a very good drunk memory. Does she? I don't think I said anything about feelings, though. Dude, come on, man. It's okay. It, it's okay. I'm not talking about feelings. I never again. That's good, Kush. This is a good. That's actually very good. That's what fours need to hear about expressing. They need the freedom to express, but they also need to be encouraged to move on. So Jess Brown wasn't wrong either out in that scenario so you become trump <laughs> i become in touch with my feelings and you over here just i'm awesome you rap you rap snow i do anything else that we've learned from this sojourn well we all have our gifts though see we talked about like the really gnarly side every number has their jekyll and hyde right mm. but there are unique gifts like the world would not be complete without each of these numbers and by the way, Christians really love the Enneagram for the very reason that these nine characteristics that we're talking about, the labels for each, are actually qualities of God. Well, the Judeo-Christian God. So nines are peacemakers. Fours are like creative. They're sensitive. 
Twos are the helper. You know, you've heard that those qualities assigned to God before. Sevens are joy, which is like another big like quality and characteristic. So like sevens tend to be the one who in a room you want to talk to because they lift your spirits. They get the party started. Fours are the ones that you like, look, I have this weird deep thought and I don't know who I can share it with. Fours are those. They're also the ones that are out there making music and like art that I don't understand. Twos are going to be the ones that are like, you're sick? Oh. And then the next thing you know, they're like, I'm at your front door with soup. Oh, God. You know? So at the same time as we're making fun of each other for these qualities, we can also thank each other for the unique things that we contribute to this great wide world. Wow, that sounded so up with people and Walt Whitman. I don't know what to do with that. I do. What? <laughs> <laughs> Edit it out. <laughs> what a bunch of crap. <laughs> That's your up, up with the people. Kumbaya. Oh, I know. Stop it. Carrie Brown. I love you, Carrie, but. Don't make me go Trump on your eyes. Gee, you might yeah. have to. <laughs> Do we all get t-shirts at the end of this? Yes. Nah. It's a, they say, I'm a four. I need hugs <laughs> and with to little, be told I'm special. <laughs> they, we, we draw it ourselves. You know, they're like yeah. shiny people holding hands. <laughs> with puffy paints and glitter. <laughs> Look, mommy, I made a hand turkey. <laughs> Look at boom, boom, damn. If you want to take the. Enneagram test? It's, Enneagram. It's in the link below, and you can find out how screwed up you are and how your friends will equally tell you how screwed up you are. See, that's what I'll take away from this all day. I'll be like, you're, I'll be you're, driving home tonight in the Kia. What do you mean? I'm not. No. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll make them right and go, end up at my house. Yeah. What do you mean I'm codependent? Can I come in and sit down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me sit down right here. Hey, you got some truly? You got some truly? They Think of it this no way, Kush. No. Now your burns can be that much deeper. Oh, God. I know. They're going to really burn. <laughs> no, I'll block all of you out, and I'll just listen to metal on the Everybody way Everybody hurts. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to grab some Bob Evans and listen to some Static X. I'll show both of you. There you go. That's right. I don't care. Work out from home. <laughs> I don't have to see you people anymore. <laughs> and that is why Hunter and Kush are taking on the world. But I think we have a better chance now. We don't we don't have a better chance. <laughs> oh, the world will continue to win. Eat Bob Evans.